the east wind the east west wind. wind yes yes i want a website that that sells cute mahjong stuff called break wind <laughs> Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And this summer, for our summer of mentorship, I have invited my friend Cynthia Yanoff to the show. This is week three of our series, and I hope you all have enjoyed the first two episodes. Cynthia is the host of the Mesmerized podcast, and... In this series, we're answering your questions, we're laughing along the way, just sharing a little levity, hope, and some mentorship for your mothering journey. So this is episode 416. Let's get right to it. Here we go. So tell me about your uh, Whataburger. What do you keep in your cup? (laughs) What's in your cup, lady? Um, If I was going to go to Whataburger and buy you a, a two liter beverage with a straw, what would I put in it? And it is huge. This cup is huge, people. I am amazed that it's standing because it seems to defy gravity how small the bottom of it is and how large the top. That's kind of like a metaphor for what happens <laughs> as you age, too. Okay. Um, in my cup is a Diet Dr. Pepper. Now, listen. Save your hate mail. I know. I've read the studies. Okay. I know. But I grew up, Heather, mm-hmm. very, very very Baptist. I love the Baptist, by the way. Shout out Baptist. But I grew up like, there's no drinking, there's no cussing, there's no smoking, there's no dipping, there's no nothinging. And I drink Diet Dr. Pepper and I'm sorry. Do you feel like a rebel by drinking it? Are you kind of I, like- I mean, the Baptists haven't told me. Nobody's told me I can't <laughs> other than the medical community is like, hey, hey. That that's- is the, ir- the irony of a lot of these rules. Right. Is there's they're okay with yeah. certain things that are not good for your body, mm-hmm. but not other things that seem morally- it's it's just I mean I grew up Baptist as well. Okay, good. Well, I so want I you, get it. I get the yeah. Well, I also want you to know that I use regular deodorant, and I mean I know that's the kiss of death. Like I I mean like that's why we can be in the same room and it smells amazing in here. Because I was at a baseball tournament yesterday, and all the girls around me were I mean it was hot, you guys. Texas yeah. hot, and all the girls are like, oh my gosh, which natural deodorant to use and they're going back and forth on all these different kinds i'm like and i say to my dear friend sitting next to me i'm like whichever one you're using is not working (laughs) so let's be clear and she's laughing i'm laughing we're laughing so um i use and and i think there's chemicals in my makeup okay everyone so like you should listen in now because i'm probably dead tomorrow you know what i'm probably about to do a commercial for a chemical free makeup do you use it yeah well the mascara Okay. From Thrive Cosmetics. I don't know if they're on this episode. But, hey, Thrive. Cynthia Ganoff. I've got some, um, some things you could use. But no, the key is like, that's mm-hmm. not your biggest concern right now, is what goes into your cup, what goes in your makeup. Uh, what about friends who yeah. are trying, maybe they, maybe they didn't grow up in the Baptist church, but maybe like, I think post-pandemic, we're all having this conversation about wanting to drink l- less alcohol. Okay. That possibly it was a coping to get through the day sure. of a really hard season is that more adults were drinking alcohol than ever. Yeah. And they're recognizing, wow, maybe this isn't a healthy amount. 
And so they're wanting to drink less. Have you had friends do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, is that why you asked what's in my cup? Did you think it's No, I didn't. I didn't actually, but like, it does work. I came work. in at like 9.15 this no, morning. No, I did not drink. think there was alcohol in your like, cup. Oh my gosh. Girls. No. I just more am curious to get to know people I know. Like, what would I order you at Starbucks? What would yes, I, if yes. I'm like going to make your day, I'm going to swing by a Whataburger, get, get a, a two Dr. liter Pepper. of Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I had a friend that asked me one time, she's like, Hey, and, and I'm just gonna sit front. I'm not, I'm not like an alcohol drinker, never have been like diet, Dr. Pepper's my thing. So this girl, she's precious, loves the Lord. Amazing girl. And she's like, Hey, Cynthia, I think that I have been a little, I've been kind of tipping the wine a bit too much at night. I'm realizing that like, I wouldn't say it's a full fledged problem, but I need to be a little more careful. Would you be my like accountability person? I know you don't drink, so there's no judgment. So you don't or, drink at all. I will. I don't know. Okay. And so she's like, "Would you mind like accountability with that?" So and I was sweet. like, "I would love to do that." Now, unfortunately, she asked me at a time where like chaos had eclipsed who I really am, <laughs> and she said it. I said I'd love to. I never thought about it again. Like literally, Heather Cadian, this girl, I it does not cross my mind. And like three years later, just recently, she says to me, "Hey, by the way, you couldn't have been a worse accountability partner <laughs> for my drinking. You've never one time asked." So I'm like, "Wait, what?" She's like, "I asked you. I said I was struggling." She's like, "No thanks to you. I'm not in rehab." But oh my I gosh. was like, "Oh." My gosh. So we have laughed. She's so cute and precious. And she's like, actually, it's totally under wraps. I'm, it's all good. Do not. So you're not, even though you're on me. time. I am not your wherever accountability you go. partner. Uh-huh. And my house is pretty straight. And I don't like, yeah, there's a lot. There's, I've got some things that are firing on the right cylinders. But listen, I'm not your accountability partner. I'm not your person. And why did I, why I said, yes, yeah. I would do that? Know thyself. Like, know no, thyself. I'm not going to do that for you. Not because I don't love you, but because I just was. And when she asked, I had a newborn in foster care and it just wasn't my time. No. And, and so. And I mean, mm-hmm. this is. Yeah. So listen, we have friends for this reason, but we need to know what kinds of friends. I love helping y'all solve problems. And one problem that I often have is what's for dinner. I know that I want to gather my family around the table, but the meal planning can be sometimes a burden. And in the summer, because we're just off schedule, every week looks a little different and just... (laughs) Ring and roll with four boys. The last thing I really want to use my brain for is figuring out what we're going to eat. And so I have loved HelloFresh. If you have not checked it out, maybe summer's a great time to try because with HelloFresh, not only is meal planning taken care of, you're going to get farm fresh ingredients that come to your house within seven days from when they were at the farm. So you can taste the quality of the ingredients. I also appreciate, I was talking the other night with some moms, the simplicity of the meals has helped me look at dinner differently, just really focusing on feeding everybody without getting overwhelmed with adding lots of layers to our food. I love that I can pick and choose it. To me, it is really important to go into HelloFresh ahead of time and pick and choose what four meals I think my boys will eat. They have 40 different recipes to choose from, and I can even see like how much time will it take what is the main protein? What will it like is it spicy or whatever? I can look and see for each thing that I pick. When I need dinner fast, HelloFresh is such a great option because I can know in my fridge there are four meals ready to go. I just need to 
cook them. And that usually if I do the fast and fresh option, it's 15 minutes or less, and it's going to be 25% cheaper than takeout. So if you want to check it out, go to hellofresh.com slash DMA50. Use that code DMA50, the number five and then the number zero, DMA50 for 50% off plus free shipping. So go to hellofresh.com slash DMA50. Use that code DMA50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Y'all are going to find out why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And we even, we have a listener question. This yes. person says, thank you so much for your show. They wanted me to read out their question. For your show. Okay. For my show. Uh-huh. Not-, <laughs> not my show. They didn't email you or whatever about my show. No. Okay. Totally cool. not. Keep going. Uh, I've loved listening. Uh-huh. I do struggle with making and keeping adult friendships, especially in this season of having young kids. What help can you offer? And you've already let everyone know that I'm not the resource for this, given my text message etiquette. It's not just text messages. It's DMs. <laughs> DMs. If you're on Boxer, you may or may not be. She will Marco, like you on Mar- any of it. I will heart up a storm on Marco Polo. I'll tell you who she's not going to heart up on Marco. Did, are you guys? Though. Are you guys ready for this? I am asked her a question and she's like, <laughs> She's like, oh, I have a Marco. And she pulls up a Marco from Precious Candace Cameron Bure. Did I say it right? And so Bure. she has like, huh? Bure. Bure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she has a, literally has a Marco Polo. Candace's darling is going to be blah, blah. And I'm like, I bet Candace isn't over there getting the heart and the thumbs up. I do. I still heart it up. I am a harder. She's offended. I just didn't know it was interpreted. But can you give advice like... I would love, I know adult friendship is hard. I know that for me personally, the whole reason I have this podcast dealio is that Mm -hmm. I isolated myself when I had young kids because it was too hard to hang out with my kids with other adults because they were constantly telling me what my kids were doing wrong. I don't know if you've had that experience, but my, my kids are hitting, biting, fighting, and I'm not having a good conversation so I just like pulled away from people. But yeah, no. I, you're amazing at friendship, right? Like your friends. Well, no. Here's besides what, the accountability. Like that's not. Well, that was here. too bad for that girl. Um, Yeah. Here's where I land on friendship, I think. And as I mean, obviously we know community is so important and friendships are so important. But I also think that a lot of us, myself, for many years buy into the slide that everyone has to love and accept us. Yeah. And I think I blame it on the church and I'm <laughs> not to be controversial anyone. <laughs> like but, I'm going to beat up the church. Now. Right. I'm going to beat up the church. No, I love the, I love church. I love church. I love church. But I do believe that like, okay. And it is biblical, but when I grew up in my sweet Baptist church, like they would have once in a while on the Sunday night service, everyone, are you still with me? There was a Sunday oh, yeah, night totally. service. Totally. And sometimes we held hands across the aisle. Stop it right totally now. did. Okay. All the I things have been the, there. Yes, yeah. you have. They had hymn favorites. I could go for days. <laughs> But anyway, sometimes they would say like, listen, before we take the offering, if you've got a grievance against one of your brothers or sisters or whatever, like go address that. And we're just going to give them pause. And so like people could like walk across sanctuary and be like, hey, I've been mad at you. Let's fix this or whatever. In front of everyone. Well, I mean, I mean, I think you were like mingling amongst yourselves, but basically. And I think I took away. I mean, everybody could see that so-and-so is walking up to so-and-so and has a grievance. Or it could be I just walked over to be like, how's your wine drinking? And there's no grievance. I don't know. They just said if you have a grievance, go talk to them. Okay. Okay, So then what you took away was. So I took away from that was that like if everyone, and this is not what they were saying, but I took away this idea that everybody had to 
like me, approve of me, all the Mm. things, or there was sin in my life or separation or something that would keep me from being ungodly. And all these years later, I'm realizing like, you guys, we are not for everyone. Heather and I right now are not for somebody who's... (laughs) Somebody She's right like, now. are we funny enough? I'm like, we're having a good time. I, don't I mean, care. we may, nobody's don't listening listen. to this, but your mom you and know my what? mom. Free. <laughs> this is free entertainment. This is not Patreon. You should. You got every cent out of this. Mm-hmm. You got every cent out of I, this. is free. But Leah, I totally agree. You're not, I would tell that to people. Mm-hmm. If you ask someone to go to coffee and it doesn't go well, or they don't tap back or whatever, you just say, Try a different restaurant. I'm not your flavor. Right. Right. Well, and you know that precious Amy Weatherly, she was on my podcast one time. Um, and she, if you know, Oh, she does Bible. She writes, she writes just these awesome things about just moms and, and friendship. And she's just a great girl. But she, she talked about on my podcast about this like Dunbar study or something that said like, literally they had people that know the brain and know humans. And they looked to see how many friendships can you actually handle and close friendships it came down to five like these oh, are yeah. my people five right this too. Yeah. okay so mm-hmm. jenny allen has that one find your people or whatever yeah. too yeah and talking about how literally can only have have five and so like you can have like maybe 15 acquaintances and maybe 40 people that are like you know out there but like five at most and some of us are more introverted or extroverted or whatever and so you have to step back for a minute and say okay if i can only manage really five at most close friendships, then that's the same for someone else. And so just because I didn't get invited, just because maybe whatever, you know, they, they went on the girls trip, all the things that completely derail us. Like, what if we gave a little grace and said, like, I'm just not the five and that's going to be okay. And I take it a step further and I say, biblically speaking, I think about that story every time of the paralytic and Jesus comes to town, right? And Jesus is healing people. And there's a guy on a mat and his buddies go and get him. And they're like, listen, this is the only way you're going to get healing is if we get to Jesus. And so they go. And when they get there, the door is blocked, right? And it's too crowded. And so did they give up? No. So they go up on the roof. Y'all know this from the felt board. If you went to the Baptist and, church. And the chosen did it. Yes. Did this in one of the well seasons. don't be so cool about it i was going back I'm, to the felt board from when i was like third grade but yes and so they board. go up right they cut a hole and they lower the man in and i started thinking about these these guys like these are the three friends you guys we need we need the three friends that they that get there and say like i'm not giving up just because there's too many people in the doorway i'm not giving up because there's mm-hmm. no way to get access you need the three friends that are like i'm gonna get your heavy butt and i'm gonna carry it up the stairs i'm gonna lower it in the roof and these are the people that are gonna believe in your dreams when nobody else believes in your dreams and they're going to believe in your marriage when you want to give up and they're going to believe in your kid when your kid does a stupid stupid thing and they're going to say you know what there's a future there and and i just think there's power in having that two or three or five whatever those people are but we get so consumed with who it's not yeah and so i mean that's just my thought now knowing what i know i've just always thought everybody should like me and love me and want to include me and that's just not reality no I, i think i've always been obsessed with being one of the cool kids Oh, even within the context of friendships, you want the... I might have the friends, but it's like, are they the right friends that have the right... Mm -hmm. Like, am I cool enough to be included has been, you know, because of the homeschool thing. I Mm -hmm. have always felt like the outsider, you know. Yeah. No, I get that. And wanting to be in like, and and we always, we all know this, right? We know academically the loneliest place you can be is in a crowd, right? And mm. the wrong crowd. Like I've never been lonelier than when I'm invited to something and I'm like, Ooh, I got the invite. And then I get there. I'm like, these are totally not my people. None of these people know me. Right. And I think not only is that just remember that for our own sake, I need to remember that 
but we've got to remember that for our kids too. Yeah. Uh, someone, I've always prayed for my kids that they wouldn't be popular because mm. I feel like a lot of times when your kids are popular, it's for a reason. Like there's something going on that makes them popular. And so it's a joke now that my kids are older. Some of them are older. They're like, well, you prayed well, man. We didn't hit the popular path. I'm like, right. <laughs> but I do think for our kids, like we have even in our heads, like the group we want them to be with. And if they're yeah. not invited with this crowd and, and, and yeah, back to this whole thing that, like if we're praying over our kids and the Lord is protecting them from some things that are out there, that doesn't mean those other kids are bad kids, but they're not, if they're not the kids for ours, yeah. then that's okay. How do we get comfortable in that? And I'll take it a step further and say like, we want our kids to be besties with our besties kids. Like, you know, like, oh yeah, that and happens. sometimes you just outgrow that and it's yeah. not the right crowd anymore and that's okay. And so I guess with that whole friendship thing, I get it. Like, I get it, listener. There's so many ups and downs of friendship, but Man, find your, like Jenny, hey, Jenny Allen should write this book. Find your people. Find your people. I'll tell her. So, yeah, and let her know. <laughs> we can text her right now. Um, Marco. Yeah. Marco, her and thumbs uh, up. So for you, like, let's get brass tacks. Like, do you have a specific group you see every week and it's like a set time or like a month or like, where did your friends come from? I feel like in Dallas, mm-hmm. they all went to high school together, then college together, and they're all in the same sorority and they still hang out and then they all travel together. That's what I have in my head. Interesting. Being a new mm-hmm. person to Dallas, it was like breaking in. I found people through church and our same. community there. I mean, I found ours through, I think, church and school. But say, I didn't grow up in this area. I grew up on a, in a border town. Um, and then it moved here after law when school. When she says border, you mean border of Texas and Mexico. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, yeah. And then I came here and I mean, Dallas was a whole nother world for me too. Same thing. And yeah, through church, friends, friendships, through church. But in terms of people, um, someone said this to me recently. I think it's so good. Like I, I am very extroverted. So I like to have lots of people around me, but there's my friend used this analogy. And I think it's good. There's the people that are like your front yard people, your front porch people, and there's people you let on the couch. And that was a good way of articulating. I think for me, cause I like to have a lot of people around. I, I tend to know a lot of people, all the things, but I'm very particular. Like I have three or four people max that I let speak into the hard places in my life. The things mm-hmm. that really matter, like people that I know are chasing after the Lord, people that are like above reproach, not that any of us are, but that, you know, they're the people that that are doing the things like, and those are the ones I go to when I'm struggling. And then I have all the people I like to have fun with and all that. But you know, like I kind of have to have categories and I don't mean that to sound like bad, but I think we got to protect ourselves a little bit. And so, yeah, I I have those people. And then in terms of, there's a group of girls I've, I've had, we've had lunch together every Wednesday when I can go. I mean, you know, we're all in and out, but every Wednesday there's some group of us that have met since our kids were little, like 10 years. And, um, wow. I know, and we're just, we've done everything we've done divorce. Uh, not, I mean, I'm not divorced, but we've had some divorces. We've lost parents. We've had kids that are prodigals that we're still waiting on to come back. And we have walked life together and I'm just so grateful for these people. Mm. And I've learned from them because there's such a myriad of people like they're just, oh, we're all so different, but I'm like the commonality in us is that we love each other and we're willing to listen and we're building each other up and we're, we'll cut open a roof to get you down in front of the yeah. the only person that can save you because we love each other that way. Where did you meet that? Those people, they came from literally elementary school days, uh, like your school like that your my oldest, kids don't go to now. Yeah. But your oldest, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Oldest. You kind of get to know mm-hmm. the parents of kids that are the same age as your oldest kid. Yeah. And you kind of lock in there. I don't know. 
No, I think it that's seems, totally right. I think that's it totally. It feels like when, when people are available, it seems like it's that. But if season. you move, which I haven't moved a lot. I mean, I've lived in the same city since I had kids. But I think the other thing is if you've moved or, or maybe you missed it with the first kid, for whatever reason, life happened yeah. or you were working. Yeah, like, well, I felt like I was really busy with little still. Right. You were so. I couldn't say yes to the lunches when my oldest was in like first and second grade because I still had a newborn and two-year-old. Am I supposed to get a nanny every time? Right. There's just such a gift in new friendships too. And and I think we assume that everyone's already established. Yeah. And I just say like, not everybody's established. People still need friends. You and I are friends of the last, what? I don't know. Six months? I don't know. I mean, I've known you for longer than that. But yeah. like known you, known you, maybe six months. Yeah. And I mean, people are still looking for those those deep friendships. And the ones that aren't, then that's okay. You're not in their five and that's fine. We're yeah. not going to like... And, and I think if you have your five, like maybe consider, maybe God's bringing someone to mind over and over and it's okay to, mm-hmm. to try that out. I don't know. You don't want to, you can miss out on something really great. Another part of summer that can be a bit tricky that I'd love to help you with is going to bed. The sun is up and it's time for bed and For my crew, it's like, I can't say, no, you have school in the morning. So the motivator is a little bit tricky and we're all exhausted. So I need help. And my younger two boys have been using the Hatch Rest and I love it. It's an innovative all-in-one sleep device designed just for kids. McFadden's are big sound machine users. We've had one all the way through all the years. I wish I had a hatch rest when my kids were little because it's not only a sound machine, it's also a nightlight. It grows with your children. So during the newborn stage, hatch helps make for a soothing, comfortable sleep environment with continuous noise like white noise or wind or rain or lullabies. And then as your kids grow, toddlers and big kids, and you're trying to grow their independence in sleeping, you can customize what color nightlight it has to help cue them for falling asleep. Also sound cues. I thought this was really helpful during the school year even that when it was time to wake up, I could have it play little birds chirping. It's kind of a gentle way to get my boys um, ready to go. But that time for bed pairing, it can alert them it's time to wind down. And then the morning, like I said, there's that time to rise signal that tells them it's okay to get out of bed. I know for mine, we used to have to teach them like, don't get out until 700. Well, the hatch would have been perfect because we have said, when it's green, you can get out of bed. The rest has helped over 3 million babies and parents get restful sleep. It is no wonder that it is consistently a top baby registry item. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners up to 15% off your purchase of a hatch rest and free shipping at hatch.co forward slash DMA. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and yourself, go to hatch.co forward slash DMA to get up to 15% off and free shipping. That's hatch.co forward slash DMA. Have you ever started packing for a trip and all of a sudden you realize you don't have the kind of clothes that you need, that you have been kind of stuck in a rut? I don't know. I have my outfits, my go-to outfits for our little routine here. But when I travel, I'm like, oh no, I want like a cute going out or dinner outfit, or I want something that I can wear when we're doing something active and I don't have those things. Well, one solution to help you maybe get ready for your next trip or whatever you need to fill in for this summer is Stitch Fix. If you've never tried it, or maybe you've tried it in the past, I would love for you to try it again because 
It's a great way to discover some new styles and brands. Think of them as a style partner. So your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks that you love. So you can answer a few questions, where you like to shop, what you like to wear, your price range. And then with all of their sizes available from extra small to 3XL, they're going to find the perfect fit. I appreciate like I, you know, I got my colors done and I found out what my style is. So I'm able to pinpoint and look through what they put in my own little version of a store. So if I just want to go in and buy something, I can go to Stitch Fix and I can type in what I need, new pair of jeans or a cute top, and I can look through and look for my color that looks best on me and my style. You can also try the pieces on at home before you buy. So if you schedule a fix, they'll send you the items. You can try them on, you keep what you love, and you just send everything else back. It's free shipping, returns, and exchanges. There's also no subscription. So you can just order a refresh as needed. You can do this for your kids. Uh, It is awesome to know that you're in control of knowing when you need to have a couple new things. So try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash DMA. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com forward slash DMA for 25% off today. Stitchfix.com forward slash DMA. Well, and let's talk about this. I have a question for you, Heather. Yes. McFadden. Totes. Ready? Ready? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that you have had seasons of friendships, beginnings and ends? Totally. And there are the people we would, I used to host the playgroup when Mm -hmm. my oldest was a baby and I had those friends. What's interesting is some of those people that I then lost touch with or we didn't see each other regularly, I'm back in community with them with high school where our kids are together. And that's just been interesting to see how there's been like a looping back and even just like a even if we don't have kids in the same school or we're not overlapping with our kids, we're finding each other Mm -hmm. because there's this connection that we had that it now feels safe as teens walk through hard things to talk about it together Mm -hmm. because we're not actually overlapping communities. And so it's like, I know you're a safe person to talk through this because you're not going to go and tell other moms in the community what we're walking through. Anyway, I just I think that's good. Yeah. Definitely seasons, but then also just like seasons with people. There've been I've had hard friendship almost breakups. Mm. But then I had to do a carefrontation and it oh, was what? Well, carefrontation. Oh, for the love. That I learned that in college. I went to a Christian college. I carefrontation. Mhm. Uh-huh. I, I love and care for you so much that I'm going to confront you. Well, there's something to that. I am but kind it's of mocking, like if but I don't really, but if I don't really care about the relationship, you I just kind of move on. Yeah, yeah. But if I do care, and it's like this isn't how I want to relate to you, and I don't right. enjoy how I'm being treated, either I need to bring it to you or move on. And mm-hmm. so, to me, the friendship was valuable enough to fight for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that we all go. I don't think COVID brought out the best in anybody. No, it's no, just no. call spade a spade. Huh. So yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I, I've had a, a friendship. I mean, I hate to say breakup. That seems, sounds dramatic. But I will say I think there's a little bit of value in this. That um, with this 
particular friendship many, many, many years ago, many, um, don't want anybody listening that happens to be my friend now. It's like, did she break up? It and I didn't catch totally it. What happened? But in 1892. Right. Yes. In 1892, when I had this friendship, we w- did everything together. We had our littles together. Like we, you know, met every day and went to the playground and did all the stuff when they were little toddler through that age. And at one, uh, this person had really docile kids. Like, I yeah. just hats off for you with docile kids. The Yanoffs don't kids. have sweet docile kids. No, we have fiery passion. Oh yes, kids. man, they got yeah. a lot to say, and they will they'll they'll throw you down all things. And so yeah. I realized like the kids weren't really gelling as well. But what became an issue in this friendship was I was realizing I was feeling a lot of judgment. Whether or not she was placing judgment on me, I'm not going to speak into that. I don't know, but I was felt a lot of judgment, like my kids weren't going to. And I realized at some point there wasn't a lot of support from this friend of some hard things we were going through. And then I realized at some there point there was, or wasn't was not. Okay. And then I realized at some point I was parenting my kids differently around that person. Yeah. Like completely differently, harder on my kid and yeah. thinking neg and I'd be I'd leave. And I'd be like, Oh, my kids aren't like this. And at some point I was like, this is no longer healthy for me or my children because yeah. I'm so impacted by that friendship. And so Tried to have some conversations. We're not receptive. In fact, some things came out that I thought were going to that person's head. And in fact, they were. And I realized that point, like I really prayed about it and like search scripture, did all things. I didn't do a carefrontation. You did it. I don't believe I did that because I wasn't. I didn't care enough. No, or I didn't know Heather at that point. Or I would have. I would have been like, excuse me. No. We're coming in. We're coming in hot on this. It's only worth it if you care enough to keep the... Well, it's, and so I decided it was time to take a little cooling period and it was, uh, and, and so I just kind of was like, Hey, you know, like I'm not, I'm not my best self right now in this friendship. And, and so I'm just need a little break and the person didn't pursue me. So, you know, and that was kind of it. And like, I still talk to this person once in a blue moon, but I looked back and that was a really hard stage, but we weren't the same parents and what worked before we had kids yeah. or when we had babies, it didn't work as our kids were getting older. Doesn't make anybody right or wrong. Does I'm not villainizing anybody. Both love Jesus. We'll spend eternity in heaven, but we were not good earthly friends in that season. And so no, like, I, yes. it's okay. It's okay. I can relate a hundred percent. So. To that, I think that's a really good like for someone who's listening. Like red flag is: Are you parenting differently around yeah. the person? I also had to get to a season where I'm like, I can hang out with these people without kids, but I cannot yeah. do play dates with kids. Smart, yeah, because I enjoy you as an adult person when we're not talking about kid stuff, mm-hmm. but I do not enjoy what you're describing. I'm parenting differently. I'm feeling distract. I'm feeling judged. I'm feeling less than. Mm-hmm. My kids can't be who they are. I can't be who I am in that context. Yeah. I think the other thing that that has really helped me, I think Louis Giglio said this one time on my podcast, but I can't remember. Someone like that. Let's give a credit to Louis. Sorry, whoever (laughs) really said it. But no, it was Mark Batterson. I love Uh. Mark Batterson. He said... He always tries to fill the gaps with positive assumptions. Oh, and I would say I like that, that in friendships, like, like as you're trying to make friends and even in your current friendships, like let's just fill those gaps with positive assumptions. Let's assume that they're for us. And let's assume that there's not a, you know, that there's not some deep seated reason you weren't inv- invited to Mahjong last Thursday. Okay. Like <laughs> you just didn't come to mind. Maybe they didn't do need to Do you play Mahjong? Seat. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you? you do? Do you want to play now? I got a set right over there. I love it. It looks like you're using a lot. It's all buried in the corner. It's underneath all the pile of books I had to move because you were coming. I want to make a website. Someone's going to knock this off. I'm going to go ahead and say it though, because then when yeah. you knock it off, then you better put something yeah. down. Yeah, trademark. Um, y'all know that in, in Mahjong, there's winds. Like that's one of the- A wind the, with a D. Right. The east wind, the east west wind. wind. Yes. Yes. 
I want a website that that sells cute mahjong stuff called Breakwind. <laughs> Isn't that the best name? That's the best name. Like it's kind of funny, off kilter, and then I'd have the cutest mahjong. Pro- um, ask Cynthia Ganoff if you'd like to go into business with me. No? I don't know that mahjong is popular in other places. Oh, it's not. It's a Texas thing. I mean, <laughs> literally, people think mahjong we're- is from Asia originally, well, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but. It is a Texas. I think it's hot, hot right now. It's hot. People are making lots of money on products. Like y'all think we're at a hoedown over here in Texas, like on a bowl somewhere. <laughs> no. We're playing mahjong in <laughs> 200 degrees, scorching it up in the summer. Yeah. But inside we're playing it. And so we're playing it. Yeah. So it's summer and we're mentoring. And so w- w- let's just real quick. Yeah. What are we going to do today? Someone's listening. What yeah. are we going to do today? It's summer. And you feel like your friendships are a little dry. You can't get away from your people. Do you feel, this is an idea I had for summer and friendships, kids or just adults, honestly. I had this idea to create like a shared Google Doc where you put on the Google Doc when you're in town, when you're out of town. That's practical. I like that. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's a friend group of kids, like Mm -hmm. even like my now freshman is going to be a sophomore. He has a good group of friends and the moms were all texting and they're like, Who's in town this summer? We'd love to do some positive things so these boys can stay out of trouble. That's smart. And like, you know, because they're going p- to play pickleball this Saturday night. Like things like that, that moms can help sort out because we still can because they aren't driving. Right. And have these shared experiences that build relationship outside of other choices. But it's like if we, had a, if we have a document, yeah. that feels real practical if you already have established friendships. Because what I always feel like in the summer is everyone's gone. They're all on vacation. They're at their lake house or their mm-hmm. Colorado home, mm-hmm. and I'm stuck here in the 100-degree heat twiddling my thumbs with my four boys. I wish you had a Colorado home. I'd go. Can we – maybe we can go in on it. If y'all donated $5 Hey, this to- is now Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> False alarm. We're going to need you guys. But that's my, that's my okay. practical tip. Like if you have some friendships yeah. from your kid's school or maybe even just budding friendships, you've just started mm-hmm. this school year, mm-hmm. is maybe ha- – Throw that idea out there and and come up with some yeah, – even like if it's that. just like one in June, one in July, that's better than nothing. And then if you don't have any friends that you've established – It's probably you. It's <laughs> oh, No, it's not you. Like think – be the brave one who yeah. hosts the thing. That's what mm. I – that's the advice I got and from moving a lot is create the group you want to be invited into. That's smart. So if it's – you have littles, get an inflatable pool. Kids don't need that much. They just need a space where you put water. I have right. purchased inflatable pools almost every summer mm-hmm. and big hit. And just like get a bunch of popsicles and say, hey, moms, yeah. after nap time, pop on over. Bring them over. We'll throw them in and we'll just chat while they're, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. And can can I can I give a shout out and say there's probably a mom that needs you to invite him that has a kid that you don't approve of how that kid acts. Mm. And I just want to say like, I just want us to be the people today. Let's be the people that make room for everyone at the table mm-hmm. because we've kind of get in this like a spiral of thinking that, well, you know, well, oh, I'm a private school person. Oh, I, or I'm a public school person or I, I breastfed or I don't do timeout or blah, blah. And as they get older, you guys, we build more and more of these like prerequisites. And, and I, at some point you wake up and you realize like I've surrounded myself by people who think and do life exactly how I do. And in fact, I feel bad about myself because they seem to be doing it better than me. And I want to step back and say like, listen, like one, it's not, that's not the gospel. But second of all, 
everyone needs a space. Yeah. And and there are probably, I'm sure we all have like, oh, well, my kid around that kid. Like people are saying that right now about Cynthia Gandalf's youngest <laughs> because he's growing up with teenagers. And he and he literally in the car the other day told someone in his little seven-year-old self that he wanted to hear Def Leppard. And I was like, well, this is odd. Yeah, like, no. But I do. Like, I mean, no, this, this made me think of yeah. someone just said, my son just got a face tattoo. Go ahead and bottle feed. Like... <laughs> doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter like they're they're gonna be their own adults but i think i i was listening to something or i saw something on instagram that was like this is why we need to teach our kids man oh i did an episode on manners and it was like this is Mm -hmm. why you teach your kid manners because people don't want to hang out with your kids if they don't have manners and i'm like or they have neurodivergence and you've trained them on the, the manners and they are in fight or flight and they're gonna make bad choices i said we've had friendships end because of the way our kids have acted and it's hurtful. And so I agree with you. Like maybe it's okay for your kids to be around some kids who are struggling or have some difference because that teaches your kid empathy and grace. And I think they're going to be okay. They're actually going to be better for it if they're around some, a little bit of difference, a little bit of challenge. And yeah. We're maybe doing the best we can and our kids are a little bit spicy. They are. Okay? That's right. And well, and here's the thing. Like you don't, we just get it in our head that you have, that you're endorsing someone because you included them or like you have to agree with them to walk alongside. And that's just mm. not, that's not the truth. And There's so there drop. are kids that like, you know, the kid that you want to come over today, y'all, everybody in the school wants that kid to come over today. Yeah. So who's the kid that really needs someone like you, yeah. let's just make it a ministry too. And then we're going to say, you know what? Hey, Kate Yanoff, my, one of my kids, Kate Yanoff, I know you'd rather play with cool Avery, but you know what? We're going to have Sharon over today because Sharon and we're, and we're going to say so. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do that. And so I would just encourage us like, this is a good time in summer. We have more time. There's a whole world of different kids with different abilities and that we can include. And, and we get caught up, like you said, myself included, like I want to be in the right group. I want my kids in the right group. Well, there's no right group. The right group is where our kids are seen, but really where other kids are seen and loved for who they are, not even who they are today, but who their God-given potential is. Yeah. Seeing the image of God in everybody. Yeah. I like it. Me too. It's good. Man, friendship is tricky, right? Uh, I know I've talked to many of y'all about the challenge. One of you sent me an Instagram video that you'd watched about, it was a boy mom. And she specifically uh, thought that perhaps it was boy moms who struggled because she was invited to a happy hour or a hangout with some girl moms. And she was like, we should do this more often. This was so fun. And they're like, oh, we do this all the time. And she thought, oh, this is just what girl moms do and boy moms don't. I don't believe that to be true. I know there've been seasons of my life where friendship has looked differently based on the age of my kids and I've had to get creative, but I don't necessarily believe that all boy moms relate to each other differently than girl moms. I do think I have personally have found a lot of friends through church and through school settings um, or different activities I'm a part of. And if your only place that you interact with other parents is on the sidelines of sporting events, that could be part of it. But um, I know it's hard. So I'm going to pray over us and pray for friendship and pray for creativity and bravery as you pursue these friendships. Lord, I thank you that you made us to need others that... The idea of going it alone may sound appealing at times, and we do need our time alone with you, but that there's a giftedness in companionship and walking alongside each other on our journeys and encouraging one another. And even through the hard things, 
staying in relationship when we have conflict and working through those and loving each other through those, loving each other enough to keep fighting for the friendship. I pray, Lord, for anyone listening where their just heart is hurting from some woundedness in friendships, that they would bring that to you, Lord, that you would be the healer of those hurts, that you would give them hope to try again, that they would make that first step to reach out to someone to offer their home as a place to gather or meet up with somebody to throw out the invitation and to do that trusting you. I pray that you would open their eyes to see who's available and who is within their little world that you've placed them in, their God-given space. And I pray, God, that ultimately we wouldn't seek from others what can only be found in you, but that every relationship would just remind us of the sweetness of your love and care for us and that we can be those kinds of friends, Lord. I praise you and thank you for all that you have given us. Thank you for summer and the change up in our lives, even even the challenges that it's just a little shift in our schedules um, that we can find gratitude in that. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'm just going on and on with that prayer. Thank you all for joining me. Again, just want to thank you for listening and sharing and I've gotten so many sweet texts and comments and if you've enjoyed the show and you want to leave a review that's fantastic that only helps more moms find the show there was a mom who tagged me she lives in India and she just did a generic search for um, a faith podcast for moms and she found the show and so y'all you're part of that marketing effort when you leave a review when you share on social media uh, it just lets all of those search engines know this is something that moms are listening to people are listening to so thank you for being part of that effort Uh, i will meet you back here next week with our week four of the summer of mentorship with cynthia adios bye